You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The terrific football and basketball Tuesday edition of You Better, You Better rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here on the BetQL Network. We got another hour coming up simulcast by our friends over at Stadium, and what an hour it's going to be. 20 minutes from now, Ken and I will give you our NBA predictions for the season along with our friend Tyler Morales. We'll fill it all out. We'll put it in the bucket of uh, bets. What what are we going to do here? Who's going to win the Eastern Conference? Who's going to win the Western Conference? What about awards? We'll give you all our season predictions coming up 20 minutes from now. Power hour, final hour, one hour from now, featuring all our bets for tonight. Bets of Steel in the National Hockey League for hashtag Frozen Frenzy. 16 games tonight on the ice. We will break down all of them and give you bets for all of them. Of course, we got side total and props for the Nuggets and the Lakers, the Warriors and the Suns as the NBA season kicks off tonight in Denver. And we'll give you the games we've already bet for Week 8 in the National Football League in the final hour of the show as well. But joining us right now to kick off our number three on this terrific Tuesday, God Almighty, it is great to see this man's handsome face, and it is great to hear the dulcet tones of his voice. You better you bet legend, former NBA general manager, now doing an amazing job as an analyst for our friends over at NBA TV. And we already knew he was the smartest guy in the room, but now it's been confirmed because he's no longer on Twitter, that he is definitely the smartest guy in the room. And that is the great Ryan McDonough, who joins us here on You Better, You Better audience, obviously familiar with the great McD. Ryan, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. How the hell are you? Gentlemen, it's been a few years. It's great to be back with you guys. I appreciate you guys putting me in the ring of honor on You Better, You Better over the summer. I don't know if that got a lot of attention, uh, but but thank you. Thank you for the Lifetime Achievement Award that you gave me. I know in all sincerity, it's great to be back. Excited for NBA uh, opening night. And uh, even though in this video, it looks like I'm in the witness protection program at the minute, uh, regardless of the circumstances, I always make the time to join you guys. Well, we, we appreciate it, Ryan. And, and people that remember your appearances on the show a, a few years ago, like would frequently come on, especially early in the season and give us kind of a heads up about teams that you thought were interesting, even teams to win the title. It was definitely the Brooklyn Nets that first year when like their price plummeted in the first few weeks. We saw Kevin Durant, Kyrie kind of play together like, oh, this is going to be a thing. Like you came on day one. You said this is going to be a thing. The Warriors like this is going to be a thing. OK, well, the opening game tonight is the defending champion, the Nuggets. They're hosting the Lakers. Maybe we get like game bets and stuff at the end of the show. But, you know, NBA title, do you really think the Nuggets are the most likely team to repeat? Do you think it'll be someone new? It'll be Milwaukee. What obviously won a few years ago. Is it Boston? Those are kind of the favorites. The Phoenix Suns who you have experience with. Who do you think really wins the NBA title this year? We could just start big picture. Denver opens tonight. You think they repeat? I think they have a chance to, but I don't think they will. Uh, over the last five years in the NBA, we've seen five different champions. Rarely has that happened in NBA history. And I think there are a number of factors for that, guys. The season is so long, as you guys know. Uh, basketball is now played year-round, even outside of the NBA. A lot of these guys play for their national teams. Uh, Nikola Jokic, who 
skipped playing for Serbia this summer, but Jamal Murray uh, practiced with the Canadian team. He didn't play in the World Championships. Um, but regardless, if you play 82 games in the regular season, a handful, four or five or so in the preseason, and then, uh, you know, 16 to 28 in the playoffs. That's a lot of basketball. So I think it's really hard to repeat. Uh, Denver's going to have a target on their back. They're certainly capable, uh, but my bet is the Boston Celtics. I think with Drew Holiday coming in, they shored up their their biggest weakness uh, with the addition of Porzingis as well. I didn't like them as much when Marcus Smart went out and they just had Porzingis, but uh, Brad Stevens seemed to do it again, bringing in Holiday with Porzingis. I think that team is loaded, and I think they're top – Five or six guys are as good as any in the league. So, uh, so Boston to win the NBA championship. Um, does that mean that you're down on Milwaukee? Uh, Giannis just signs his extension. Obviously, they bring in Damian Lillard, one of the favorites to win the championship. It's a gaudy win total, Ryan, as you might expect for a team with Giannis and Damian Lillard. 54 and a half and a new head coach for Milwaukee and Adrian Griffin. What do you think we see from Milwaukee? I mean, We know you don't think they're going to win the East or get to the NBA Finals. What do you think we see from Milwaukee, McDee, in the regular season this year with that win total of 54 and a half? Nick, I'm going under on that one. And I know that's difficult anytime you have Giannis Atitokounmpo, one of the all-time greats. And um, what what a couple of weeks in Milwaukee with the Damian Lillard trade. And then last night, the announcement of, of the extension for Giannis. Um, so they're playing with found money. And obviously now, again, they're looking at this from a multi-year horizon with a multi-year championship contending window. That being said, if you look at the history of teams with new head coaches, especially first-time head coaches, there usually is an adjustment. So I think because of that, because Chris Middleton's health has been questionable, um, we know Adrian Griffin was a little bit coy when asked about Middleton's health at times this preseason. Uh, so I, I don't expect him to play all 82 games. And then the integration of Lillard. Uh, it, it wasn't like Giannis and Dame had all summer to work together and work out together. They only traded for him a few weeks ago. All that being said, certainly they have a chance to win the championship anytime you have Giannis and Lillard, two of the top 10 or 15 players in the league, including the potential MVP again in Giannis. But I would bet the under. I just think there are too many um, moving parts, too many things that could go wrong, especially with Middleton's injury, because this is not the deepest team. And I think in order to get into the mid-50s or above as far as their season win total, they're going to need to be completely healthy and gel quickly. And uh, personally, I have my doubts that they'll be able to do that. So, Ryan, we've talked about, you know, Milwaukee and Boston and Denver, three of the, the highest win totals in the league, sort of like a, another really high win total we haven't talked about yet. And it's the Phoenix Suns who play tonight, obviously. And even the injury report tonight kind of leads into my question. And you talked about this with Milwaukee just now, like Chris Middleton's injury history in a long season. Like, does Milwaukee care about winning a lot of regular season games or do they care about being healthy for the playoffs? I can ask you the same question about the Suns, like Devin Booker, 50-50 tonight. looks like he's going to play, but already kind of has a toe injury. Bradley Beal, we don't know if he's going to play tonight. You can kind of see this coming. Are we going to see some load management for the Sun Stars too? 51 and a half is the Phoenix win total. Obviously, Durant, Booker, Beal together for the first time. Frank Vogel, the coach now for Phoenix. What are your expectations for, for the Suns? Is it similar to the Bucks or is it something different? I would take the over with, with the Phoenix Suns. I don't see this team losing 30 games. I, there's a lot that could go wrong, Ken, as you just mentioned there. It is a very heavy roster in terms of the talent at the top, also the payroll at the top. That's a big part of the reason they did the DeAndre Ayton deal 
with Portland to give them some more tradable pieces coming back. Um, now, that being said, even if one of those guys is out, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, as long as the other two are healthy, especially if one of them's Durant and one guard, I think they'll have a chance to win and play with just about anybody. So um, I would go over there. This may be my uh, you know bias showing through with my son's ties, especially the ties to Booker, but uh, I, I think that team's going to win more than 52 games. I, I don't see how this team – loses 30 games, unless a lot goes wrong. It, it is a star-driven league. league. Yes, depth is important at times, but but those three guys are superstars. Their offense looks scary. Uh, I would go over in Phoenix Suns, and I think this is a team that, if they are he- healthy, has as good a chance as any to come out of the Western Conference. Yeah, well, and in the power hour today, Ken and I will give you our bets for the Suns-Warriors game coming up tonight. It's just like the most NBA thing ever is like, yeah, what about Bradley Beal going to play? Well, he's not going to play. Well, now he's a game-time decision, and Booker is questionable. Welcome back, NBA. We love this, doing this in the power hour every night. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a terrific basketball Tuesday. It is amazing to welcome back to the show our good friend, analyst for NBA TV, former NBA general manager, the very handsome Ryan McDonough, who, again, the smartest guy in the room because he's no longer on Twitter. He used to be at McDee. NBA, and then he made the best decision to get rid of Twitter. He is the absolute best. Ryan McDonough joining us here on the show. McDee, we've talked about a lot of the elite teams in the NBA this year. Give us a team in like the mid-range, right? The, like a middle-of-the-pack team, maybe a team that's a little bit above the, um, the middle or maybe a little below that you feel like will either exceed expectations this year, go over a win total, or maybe fall below expectations this year and go under a win total. You have been nails on this in the past with us. Well, I appreciate that, Nick. And since I'm not on with you guys as much anymore, I will give you both uh, a double double dose here. Uh, the team that I think will go over their win total in the mid-40s, that's the Miami Heat. This is a team that's uh, been to the NBA Finals a number of times in the last, I think twice in the last couple of years. That They were a Jimmy Butler three away from being there three out of the last four years, I believe. Um, to put them in the mid-40s in the Eastern Conference, yes, I know they lost some depth, um, but Butler, Adebayo, Harrow, Eric Spolstra. Keep in mind, guys, this was a team that a couple of years ago, I think they started 10 and 31 or something like that. You guys remember that? I was GM of the Suns at the time. They were awful. This is probably six, seven years ago now. And then they flipped the script and were like the opposite. They were like 31 and 10 in the second half of the season. Um, so that's a team that I feel really good about betting the over because I think even if they're underperforming the first half, they will get better in their front office, especially after not getting Bradley Beal or Damian Lillard this offseason. I think even in season, this is a front office with Pat Riley in his late 70s that will be very aggressive uh, to try to stay at that championship level. So I like the over. In the other conference, um, and this is something interesting, I think it may have been John Hollinger who pointed out that statistically there were like 10 teams in the Western Conference that had win totals of 44 and a half or something like that. Uh, It was something that was mathematically impossible. It could not happen. So obviously somebody is going to be under, and for me, I think that's going to be the Dallas Mavericks. I, I just have a lot of concerns about Dallas um, on NBA TV at the start of free agency. I think it was on July 1. I went on a bit of a tangent about Kyrie Irving and, and not understanding why the Mavs would give him that contract. Um, so I, I just think they're taking a big risk with Kyrie, with Luka. How do those guys gel? How do they integrate together defensively? Um, you know, can they stay healthy? And then, you know, in the preseason, they haven't looked very good. They've started rookies at times. So I just think there's a lot that could go wrong in Dallas in a loaded Western Conference. Uh, let me put it a different way. If you're betting on Dallas to go over, I think every just about everything has to go right because I think with the competition in the West, their margin for error is razor, razor thin. 
and obviously had like a, a miserable preseason, like Kyrie gets hurt, then Luca hurts his calf. Like we're not sure he's going to play against the Spurs on Wednesday night and in their opener. And that Spurs game, Brian, is the, the next thing I wanted to talk to you about. Like we talked about the top teams, like one of the biggest storylines entering this year is Victor Wembanyama and what this is going to look like in year one. We've all seen the video clips. It looks completely ridiculous in a good way. Like looks like he could just kind of shatter expectations, do things we haven't seen on a basketball court. He is an overwhelming favorite to win rookie of the year, like a minus price, which you don't always see early in the season. And their win total is about 28 and a half, 29 and a half. So do you think the Spurs will win 30 or more games? And do you think Wembenyama is sort of a certainty to win rookie of the year? I I always am honest here on you better you bet I, I would stay away from that just because I, I don't know what direction this team's going to go at the trade deadline uh, I think they'll try to remain competitive um, they, I think they'll be right in that range honestly to be honest with you Ken in, in the upper twenties um, but but that aside I I would bet Wembenyana to win Rookie of the Year despite overwhelming odds if you want to bet it or just stay away from it if you don't think there's enough money to be made there um, I, I know a lot of your 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 listeners and viewers or diehards who watch basketball year round. Uh, for those who haven't, who have not seen this kid, um, there've only been two prospects in my affiliation with the NBA that I sat up on my seat and said, holy cow, I've never seen anybody do that before. One was LeBron James in 2003. That was my first year in the NBA. And the second is this kid, Victor Wembanyama with San, San Antonio. So if you have not seen him play, um, and, and if he's coming to where you live and you can buy a ticket at a reasonable price, go do it. Uh, this kid is worth the price of admission. I think he's going to be the rookie of the year. He is too good and too talented on both ends, um, you, you know, not to, I think, win the award. I don't know how he doesn't if he's healthy. Uh, so, so I think he's going to win it. Uh, but again, as far as the win total, personally, I, I think they have a chance to go over, but I would stay away from it just because with a rookie, with a young team, they're not playing for this year. Uh, they're trying to build this thing over the next two or three years to be a championship contender as Victor approaches which is his mid-20s. It makes you really excited to watch Spurs basketball, not something we've said a lot uh, recently here in the NBA. McDee, let's close with this here in about 30 seconds. Anything you like in the two games tonight with the Nuggets about five-point home favorites against the Lakers, the Dubs about two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Suns. Maybe that one's a little difficult because we don't know how the injury stuff is going to play out. Any thoughts here on the two games coming up tonight, opening night in the NBA? Yeah, I like the Lakers tonight. If they're getting five points, we know the history of ring night. It's an emotional time. It's the first championship in the history of the Denver Nuggets franchise. There'll be a lot of emotion. Lakers will be locked in. We know what they did this offseason. We know where LeBron James and Anthony Davis are, especially LeBron in his career and what he has to prove. Uh, so if I was going to bet one of those, I would go with the Lakers getting five points. Uh, Ten seconds for this one. How good did it feel to delete Twitter? It felt great. It, although I'll, I'll give out my cell phone number. If anybody wants to come and yell at me and tell me how stupid I am, they can call me or text me just because just, just I missed that aspect of it. Well, I mean, Big D, like you said earlier in the show, because you don't come on with us as much anymore. Now, I don't know if we can have you on a weekly basis, but I mean, like, I, I, we're going to text you. We love having you on. Hopefully you can make this at least a semi-regular occurrence. We love having Our audience loves you, man. You, like, never lost when you came out with us a couple years ago. So hopefully this can be the start of maybe, like, our relationship starting to blossom once again with the great Ryan McDonough. My friend, we sincerely appreciate it. You taking the time out. I know you've got stuff going on, so thank you very much. And we look forward to watching you all season on NBA TV. Stay well, and we'll do this again, hopefully, in the near future. Always great to be on with you guys. And if we win a lot of these bets, I'll be back on. If not, you'll never hear from me again. All right, so right. hopefully we win some bets and here. And not we'll on Twitter. Back on the show and, uh, Can't even yell like, at I mean, I mean, like, smartest, smartest guy in the room, man. Like, a goodbye social media. Yeah. I wish.
Got to promote yeah. the show a little bit. Got to keep that. Got to promote the stuff. Show, unfortunately, that's a tough one. and then yeah. that get get the, the morons sending us all sorts of dumb crap. I got so much. <laughs> I actually kind of enjoyed it for like the uh, the Arthur Smith stuff yesterday. Like, oh nerd, right. no one cares about your fantasy team. It's like yeah, like I I said it in the video that like you, no one has to yeah. care. Like I get it. Like I understand. Right. I get it. Nerd. Also, they broke the rules. Yes, I. And guess what? <laughs> You're right. I am one. Right. I'm you know what I'm gonna do after this? I don't care. Play Spider Man. Right. <laughs> yeah, Ken's going to play Spider-Man. Right. I'm going to play Sea of Stars, and then we're going to the binge watching sports that I'd have a million bets on hockey, baseball, and the NBA. On the other side, bucket of bets time. Our NBA season predictions. Nick Ken and the great Tyler Morales. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Looking, looking. Brian Struess back to Larry. There it is. Three-pointer. Won't go. Rebound. Caldwell Pope. They're not going to foul. The Heat will let it play out. It's over. At last, the long wait is over. After 47 years, the Denver Nuggets can finally call themselves NBA champions. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Yeah, Ken, Ken writes in our chat, that's true. We got the new lead broadcast team. That was it for Mike Breen, uh, Mark Jackson, Jeff Van Gundy. It's, uh, it's Breen, Doris, and... Doc Rivers. And Doc Rivers now, yeah. That could be pretty good. I made I made a face that describes my opinion of that team, which is... I'm skeptical would be the yeah. right way to put it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously like Breen is so good that I feel like he'll elevate anyone that he works with. Totally agree. So with I feel that. like, it'll, so I, I feel uh, like, I feel like I worry about Sixers games. So if that team does any Sixers games, that's going to be a Doris is uh, a very big Joel Embiid fan so much so that I think it's like completely unreasonable. And then you have the guy that used to coach him. So that's going to be, that's going to be tough. If they're, they end up in a lot of big games, maybe, uh, maybe if he gets traded to a team and they're in a lot of big games, maybe, mm, but, uh, mm. but you know, like, but like to be fair, like people said, not the same exact thing, but kind of similar things about Mark Jackson, who had obviously coached Steph Curry and the Warriors. And then was, they let him go. And then Steve Kerr comes in and they start rattling off championships in 73 win season. So, and I thought Jackson Prandtl was up pretty professionally. Maybe we could see the same from, uh, from Doc and Doris here, especially Doc, obviously who coached the team. Doris doesn't have to be right. Well, and, like, and the funny in, thing in, is, in that way. Yeah. And you could totally be right. <clears throat> Excuse me. The, the interesting thing with Mark Jackson was, like, I, I was never a big fan as a, a broadcaster. And, like, it's just personal preference. It's not like a, you know, a personal attack or something. It's just, like, you have people that you like when you listen to games. But the, the co like, combining him with Van Gundy was, like, the catalyst for, like, that that crew to take off, obviously. Like, because when Jackson does games by himself, I'm always like, yeah. And to be fair, even, like, when Van Gundy does games where he gets the whole, like, pulpit to himself to talk the whole time, you're like, like, I got it, man. Like, I got it. Like, the refs are bad. Or, like, I got it. You want to see this rule changed or whatever. Like, they can be a little, like, rough when they're by themselves and they have all the room to talk. But together, it was so good. To be fair, like, maybe Doris and Doc, they won't have the same dynamic. It'll be totally different. But, like, again, you combine two people together that have never done games. Maybe you do get something good. Like, maybe give them the benefit of the doubt, I guess, just because with Jackson and Van Gundy, it would have been the same argument. Yeah, and I do think it's like the greatness of Mike Breen, I think will just will 
like rising tides will lift all boats. And I think Mike Breen is that rising tide, like one of the greatest of all time. Like maybe when it's all said and done and his career's over, maybe he's like the greatest NBA play-by-play guy ever. Obviously some greats to choose from, Marv Albert most notably. But Mike Breen's coming for the crown. Yeah, he's obviously absolutely legendary in a word. Bang. Uh, Power Hour Final Hour coming up at 6 o'clock Eastern. If you're watching on Stadium and you want to check out the Final Hour, I would recommend doing so, even though we love our friends at Stadium. Uh, Twitch.tv backslash BetQL, all our bets for tonight. National Hockey League will give you the NFL games we have already bet for week number eight. And, of course, side total and props for the Nuggets and the Lakers and the Warriors and the Suns on this NBA opening night. But the next 40 minutes of the show, in which we'll be joined by our friend Tyler Morales. Hello, Tyler. Hello, guys. And that, hello, will be devoted to figuring out what we think will happen at season's end. So we'll give you a favorite win total, a win total that we really like. We'll tell you who's going to win each conference. We'll tell you who's going to win the various awards right now, Ken. And this is a big moment for our friends, the bucket. I feel like we sh- should the bucket be have a name, like Benny the bucket. Oh, Benny's Barry. pretty good. Well, here's the bucket for for people on Stadium that haven't seen the bucket before. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's, a, it's the bucket's television debut. It's got like a a B with a dollar sign on it and like Sharpie. Like you can kind of see it. Oh, there you can kind of see it there. You can pick it up a little bit in that shot. Turn it toward the camera. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, this is uh, it might might have been a sand pail that I used like with my kids at the beach three years ago, and we ended up bringing it on the show. Uh, Benjamin Bucket. Yeah, it's done. a pretty good name from our from our it's show done. chat. Benjamin Bucket. Benjamin Bucket. Yeah. Done. Benjamin Bucket. So this is Benjamin's uh, television <laughs> debut. It's a big day for Benjamin. Benny. Benjamin Benny. Bucket. Uh, yeah. So we're we're gonna. I have a sheet of paper right here with all these categories written down. We're gonna make predictions. The point of this, I actually think. Well, the point is that it's fun and it's like I we all have a lot of predictions and we all think a lot of things are gonna happen. Uh, it's tough to get any of these right. And every time we go back, it's always, I, this is actually my favorite content we do on the show sometimes to go back and look at what we predicted at the start of a season. We're like, we're confident. Like, I think this is going to happen. And I'm sure the person listening, like you have things that you're confident that are going to happen too. I think that team's going to be good. I think that team's going to win the title. I think that guy's going to win MVP, whatever. And we go back at the end and it's always like, you almost want to like hide from the camera with how embarrassing some of the things are sometimes. That's like almost the point. It's like, it's really tough to get this stuff right at the start. Uh, futures betting, awards betting is so much more about as you learn things, can you adapt faster than the market to what's happening? We all know nothing right now. There's no adapting that can happen. But as we start to learn stuff tonight, tomorrow night, first couple of weeks, first month, can you adapt faster than everyone else as you start to learn what's actually going to happen this year? But we're all starting with zero right now, and that can lead to some some pretty funny predictions. So what we do, should, should the segment be called Benny and the Bets for Benjamin Bucket? That's pretty good. Ready? Hold on, wait. Because okay. Benny! Benny! <laughs> Benny! Benny and the bets! I don't even know if I did it correctly. Shout out Delton Jones. Yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah, not bad. Uh, so what we're going to do, we will, we're going to, Ken's actually, since he has the bucket at his house, we'll write down the predictions and he will put them in the bucket and we will revisit these predictions coming up down the line in about, you know, 84 months when the NBA season ends. Uh, yep. but we look forward to that See you when, in July. when we get there. So uh, what music? We should have some music underneath us for this, right? I don't know what it should be. Is there like a video game track you're dying to hear right now? Should it be just recommends? Jake, uh, why don't you, Jake, surprise us with something here, and we'll see if we like it. Oh, surprise never goes well. Once you get just get recommends again, usually what happens? This is okay. Oh, this is good. I like this. This is okay. All right, so let's do it. All right, so we got music. What, what was got, this for uh, normally? Was this what we used eight buckets or no? 
whatever you prefer. Oh, whatever you prefer. Yeah. What was the Eight Buckets okay. music that we played? What was that? I don't know. I, what is it? Yeah. Oh, we played oh, this for Eight this? Buckets also. <laughs> People are like, well, when did you do Eight Buckets? Like four years ago? Actually, no, it was like yeah. three months ago, and we forget. Like, okay, morons, you don't remember your own music? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we yes. don't. Apparently we don't. No, 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 we don't. I'm I, Not only am I a nerd, but I'm also a, mor a moron. Guilty as charged. All right, Tyler joins us now, and we will give you our NBA season predictions. Why don't we do this? Why don't we do uh, win total first? Eastern Conference Final Participants, Western Conference Final Participant, NBA Champion, and then we'll do awards from there. That makes sense? I totally agree. All right. Uh, Tyler Morales, first word to you. Tyler, favorite win total for this coming season. And Tyler obviously needs to do this under the supposition that uh, his favorite team will be trading their best player to my favorite team. Joel Embiid will be a New York Nick at some point. Sorry, Tyler. Uh, what is your favorite win total bet, my friend? Yeah, there's nothing Sixers related about any of my picks today. Don't worry about that. So I took uh, a Western Conference team. I like their over. I weirdly think the Minnesota Timberwolves are going to be like an amazing regular season team and then just do what they do and just kind of flame out in the postseason. So I took their over 44 and a half. They're kind of like the way their salary cap and teams kind of positioned right now, like they have to kind of go all in these next two seasons. So I think they're going to be an amazing regular season team and whatever towns, whatever you get from towns and go bear in the postseason, that doesn't matter for this bet. So I'm going to take Minnesota Timberwolves over 44 and a half wins. All right. So T-Wolves over for Tyler. Uh, Ken, your favorite win total this year in the NBA is what and why? Yeah, it's funny with the the Timberwolves. Matt Moore came on and uh, and talked about like they have the potential to maybe be like a lot. Some people think one seed is like in in their range this year. Edwards takes a step forward. He's kind of the driver for everything, right? Like Towns and Gobert to Tyler's point, but you know, like and the other thing is if they do that, like if Timberwolves contend for the one or two or whatever, like does Edwards get MVP votes? Like if that happens, like that's like a weird thing to play out if they do go way over their win total in what's going to be a really weird MVP season, I think. So just like something to think about. I don't know if there's anything worth betting, but uh, and Chris Finch would definitely win coach of the year if that happened too. obviously uh, for me, this is going to be one we talked about like way early on and it hasn't changed at all. And I still love it. And uh, yeah, stick to the classics, right? So um, I like the Spurs to go under. Uh, the best number is 29 and a half in the market. The best number five months ago was 29 and a half in the market. I think Wembenyama is awesome. I think he's insanely good. I think he's even better than I thought. And uh, and I still love the under. Teams that are driven uh, by rookies as they're like high usage players uh, are typically very, very losing teams and sort of have to learn, like, learn how to win together uh, on the nights where he doesn't play, which I think could be a good amount. Um, you know, you're still, it's Jeremy Sohan and Devin Vassell and Kelvin Johnson, who are like pretty good, but like, that's, that's not a team that wins 30 games. Like it's just not. So maybe when Banyama's so good that it doesn't matter and they go over, but there's nobody in the West aside from like Portland, that's really trying to like lose and like has no interest in trying to be any good this year. Tick guys will get hurt. Somebody will emerge, but like. The Spurs almost have no choice, but to like they're just it's too crowded and it's too early. And I think when is awesome, I think he'll run away with rookie of the year. Uh, I don't think they win 30 games this year. I, I the question I'm gonna ask you, Ken, in the next segment when we do awards, can Victor Wembenyama win the double this year? Oh, can defensive he win player of the year, of the year or and MVP? defensive player of the year, defensive okay. player of the year. They can't, can't win MVP because the team's not going to win enough. Yeah, but I was going to say. I think like, defensive player be, of the year. By the way, here's our <laughs> under 29 and a half wins. Also, he's going to win MVP. <laughs> also, Dark Horse, uh, <laughs> defensive player of the year. I'll, I'll answer that question right now because why not? Um, 
team defense is the strongest driver of that award. You want to be a player on a team that's going to be like a top three defensive team. I think we kind of know who a couple of those teams are going to be, and they're not San Antonio. I think they will be San Antonio like in two years or something. Think about how Evan Mobley's development has driven, like how good the Cavs are defensively. Like maybe we yep. see that with Wembenyama like next season. All right, I'm going to give you two win totals. You get, you'll get you get a bonus from me. First, let, or a bonus, as bonus? I like to say. Uh, bon, yeah. A bonus win total. First, let's start with the obvious one. Uh, of course, I'm going to take my Knicks. Diehard New York Knicks fan. Lifelong New York Knicks fan. 45 and a half. Easily going to go over that, whether they get Joel Embiid or not. I think the Knicks are poised for a big regular season and then probably make the second rounds of the playoffs like they did last year and lose to a better team. Unless... Unless, unless the big guy comes over, unless Joel Embiid, if Embiid comes over to the Knicks, they're going to go way over this. So obviously the Knicks are going to go over. But aside from the Knicks, the Bonas, do you remember who Quinn Snyder replaced as the head coach of the Atlanta Hawks? Not who, who the Hawks fired, who the interim coach was for Atlanta before Quinn Snyder took over. Is Lloyd Pierce the guy that they fired or was there another guy? Was It was, well, well McMillan replaced Pierce, right? And then McMillan got fired. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's what it was. It was in that order. I knew it was like what McMillan was one of the two and Pierce was the other. And so in that order. So Tyler writes Joe Prunty in the chat. Was Prunty, Joe, is that why Prunty, Prunty came up? Okay. That is why. Yeah. So hashtag, uh, uh, you better you bet legend Joe Prunty. Anyway, Quinn Snyder, awesome coach. Uh, and I think the Hawks are going to exceed expectations this regular season. I, I drafted a bunch of their players on hashtag my season long fantasy basketball team. I like the Hawks this year. 42 and a half is the number. I think Atlanta is a playoff team. Give me the Hawks over 42 and a half and the Knicks over 45 and a half. But like, I'm a Knicks fan. So of course I'm going to be a homer. Atlanta over 42 and a half. Tyler, what is your Eastern Conference final matchup and who wins the Eastern Conference? Yeah, so I didn't want to put the Celtics on the Sixers are a dumpster fire. I don't think they're going to do anything. So I took uh, Damian Lillard, Giannis, and the Milwaukee Bucks. I feel like that was the only logical answer for this uh, question. To beat who? Oh, I didn't get that far. We'll go to the Boston Celtics. All right, but so Bucks over Celtics for for Tyler. I will go with the Bucks also, Ken, to win the Eastern Conference. I'll, I'll go first here. Bucks to win the Eastern Conference, but I have the Bucks not beating the Boston Celtics. But unfortunately, in something that would probably send me to an early grave, beating Joel Embiid and the New York Knicks. Bucks over Knicks in the Eastern Conference Final. Milwaukee wins the East. Ken, your Eastern Conference Final and champion. Yeah, I'll say uh, Bucks over the Heat. So Bucks Heat Part Four at this point, I guess. Um, and Bucks, hopefully with a healthy roster, can uh, can beat yet another very stingy Miami team that'll probably somehow get there. Uh, it could also be Boston, who I would definitely have losing in the finals. But I'll, I'll say Milwaukee for right now. All right, Tyler, Western Conference, who wins? We get a hashtag revenge spot, Lakers Nuggets, and I have the Lakers making out of the West. Uh, Ken, Western Conference. Uh, Denver Phoenix, rematch of the second round series from last year, Denver wins. Uh, I, I'm with Tyler. Revenge for the Lakers in LeBron's 21st season. Lakers over Nuggets. And not just a rematch of last year's Western Conference Final. Won by Denver in a sweep, but every single game was competitive. But a rematch, of course, of tonight's season opener with the Lakers and the Nuggets. Give me LeBron and the Lakers to advance to the NBA Finals to take on the Milwaukee Bucks. Tyler, who wins the NBA championship? You've got uh, Milwaukee and the Lakers just like I do. Yeah, we're going to go Milwaukee right now. i got to assume Giannis is going to dominate Anthony Davis in this hypothetical NBA Finals matchup. So let's go uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, Ken, what about you here for the uh, for the NBA championship where you've got Milwaukee against Denver and Jokic? Uh, yeah, uh, Denver to repeat. Uh, I do think they are going to repeat this year. I think that's the most likely outcome. It kind of makes me a little sad. Not, I don't like Denver. Just like would like to see a, a new champion this year. And I would like for that champion 
to be the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis, mm. Lillard, loyalty. Giannis re-signing in Milwaukee. Of course, $186 million over three years talks. I, I too, would move to Milwaukee and live in Milwaukee for three years for $186 million. Gladly sign me up. So Tyler and I, both with Milwaukee over the Lakers. Ken with Denver over Milwaukee for the NBA championship. On the other side, how about all our award thoughts? You're going to want to tune in because we got the award of uh, the GOAT of award betting. Our guy Ken Barkley going to give you all his award predictions coming up for this season. Most valuable player. Coach of the year. We're going to fade Victor Wembenyama as far as rookie of the year is concerned? I'm not. We'll find out if Ken and Tyler will. Most improved player, where I think Ken's got a certified banger coming up for everyone in that market. Six man, where everyone's gunning to beat my guy, Emmanuel Quickly. And defensive player of the year as well. All our award thoughts and predictions go in the bucket of bets. Coming up next, wrap up hour number three on a Tuesday. Nick, Ken, and Tyler, you better you bet. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. I actually, I don't think we have time to break it up. Oh, I do love the music choice by our guy, Jason. Thank you, We got a lot of predictions we got to fill out coming up in the bucket of bets. Now, for the people watching the show on Stadium, we really appreciate you. Uh, this is our last segment on Stadium for the day, and we got a banger of a power hour coming up next hour on the show. Uh, we will start the hour 20 minutes from now. We'll handicap all 16 games tonight. That's right, 16 games in the National Hockey League. Hashtag Frozen Frenzy. All of that, Bets of Steel, is coming up 20 minutes from now to start the power hour. Then we'll give you a side total and props for the Suns and the Warriors, the Lakers and the Nuggets as the NBA season tips off, and we'll give you the games we've already bet for Week 8 in the National Football League. So if you're watching the show on Stadium, thank you very much, and you'd like to join us for the final hour, flip on over once this segment's over in about you know, 12 minutes to twitch.tv backslash betql, twitch.tv backslash betql to check out the final hour, the power hour of the show. But for now, we keep giving you our NBA season predictions, and we go to the award market where we've got the goat of award betting, our guy Ken Barkley with us, as well as our friend Tyler Morales. So we gave you our Eastern Conference Final, Western Conference Final, our NBA champion, and our favorite win totals in the last segment. Now let's talk some awards. Uh, Tyler, who is your NBA most valuable player this season? So I thought about going a little crazy. I also think this MVP award is going to get a little nuts this year. So for this segment, I'll, I'll just take Giannis. I'll be safe. But I, for a bet, I, if I like the Minnesota Timberwolves to go over their win total, and I think they're going to be one of the uh, better regular season teams in the Western Conference, Anthony Edwards at 33-1 to 1 is like a bet that I love. But for this segment, I'll pick Giannis. It does feel like Anthony Edwards is percolating, right? I don't know if he if he would win MVP, but it does feel like he's like on the verge of like reaching like the next level of NBA stardom. Uh I'm gonna go. I want. I'm gonna let Ken go last on all these and give him the final word to give him time to analyze each market. That's what the people are here for. Uh, I'll take Jokic to an NBA MVP this season. I think the Nuggets are gonna be absolutely awesome, and it's almost like I, I don't know who else I would even choose here. Really, I think the two Bucks guys will cannibalize each other. I don't know if Tatum can get there. Ken, Ken will talk about his usage. Maybe can he have the types of types of numbers that like Luca has or that Giannis has or Jokic has? And then I don't know how good the Mavericks are gonna be. So I don't know if I can go Luca NBA most valuable player and I'm not going to go back to Embiid again he might get traded to the Knicks I don't know how that would do for his candidacy he might help it honestly if he plays really well but I'll be safe and I'll go with the favorite in the market Ken I'll go with Nikola Jokic what about you right now and your most valuable player 
So we're going to do a lot of the awards, or we'll do all of them, and I I think I'll have a confident guess for every other award market, a bet that I like, or a player that I think is at least the most likely to win. Forget even price, forget even bets. Who do I think the most likely player? I have no idea for MVP. Even just the most likely to win, not even betting. Like, who's the most likely to win? I... Uh, I was going to say Jokic maybe is the most likely to win. I think it's really close. I don't. I would not discount the possibility that Embiid wins another one. And I know it's like, well, he's going to get traded and there's all this noise and whatever. Okay, maybe that depresses the price. And with a new coach and like, you know, he's going to play a million minutes this year and he's still like at the height of his power. Like maybe he could get another one. I, I don't know. Um, I'm going to pick Luka for this to be different than Giannis and Jokic. I don't know if they're going to be good enough either. He can create the, he's the only guy that's not Giannis, Jokic, or Embiid that can create the kind of stats, I think, and the kind of metrics to win. Um, but as a, from a betting standpoint, I am totally hands off this for at least like the first month of the season. I agree with Tyler. I think it could be crazy. I agree with everybody. I think it could be crazy. Um, need to see a lot more before I bet into this market. All right. So that's MVP. Let's go to coach of the year next. Tyler, who's your coach of the year? I didn't give Anthony Edwards MVP, so we'll give it to Chris Finch, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves head coach. All right, so Tyler Girl with Chris Finch. Matt Moore talked about that when he was on the show with us last week. Uh, going along with my theme of the Atlanta Hawks maybe being a really good team this season, at least in the regular season, I'll go 20-1 to 1 and I'll go Quinn Snyder. Like, awesome head coach. Wow. Great hair also, replacing our guy Prunty. I think the Hawks are going to be really good in the regular season this year. Like I don't think they're going to win a championship, but I like them to exceed expectations. Give me one of the most proven, one of the best coaches in the NBA, Quinn Snyder, 20-1 to 1 coach of the year. Ken, who is your coach of the year? Uh, first of all, I think those are two like really good options. Like I think the three coaches we're going to pick can all actually win. I don't think there's a lot of coaches that can win. I think both those guys can. I'll take Frank Vogel. Um, I think as opposed to NFL coach of the year, where you can just like be bad and make the playoffs and you win coach of the year in the NBA, like you can't just improve. You can't just make the playoffs. You can't just be better. You have to win an insanely high number of games. Like Mike Brown last year is on the low end of winners. And that was almost 50 wins in a three seed. Like you should be thinking one seed, like tons of wins. And I think Frank Vogel is a year one coach who's on a team that has the potential to win a lot of games. Um, and I think it's that simple. So I like the improvement coaches that you guys both brought up. I think both those teams could win a lot of games. They definitely could. They'd be guys I'd be interested in betting maybe a little bit into the season. Um, I just think Vogel's safer to win a ton of games. And maybe both those teams don't materialize quite as much. All right, let's go to Rookie of the Year next, where Victor Wembanyama is an even bigger favorite than he was yesterday. Now minus 145 at BetMGM. Tyler, are you, you going with Wemby or are you going elsewhere? Nope, we're hashtag Team Wemby here. Uh, I'm big time hashtag Team Wemby. I will also go with the favorite, Ken, Victor Wembanyama. Yeah, uh, zero interest in betting this market the entire season unless he gets hurt. Uh, Wembanyama, we can spend time elsewhere. Okay, but like just just for the, in like 15 seconds here for people that are like, I, who does Ken like if not Wembanyama? Do you have anyone else like a second choice? Uh, I think the I'd rather bet Brandon Miller or Amon Thompson before I bet uh, Scoot and Chet just because of the price. I think all those four guys are much closer than everybody thinks. Um, but I, I think Wembenyama is going to win a really high percentage of the time. And I had never bet a minus 140 that pays like May 20th for like not a lot of money. Uh, Chet plus 350, Scoot plus 450, Brandon Miller 30 to 1, Amen Thompson 40 to 1 at our show sponsor, the King of Sportsbooks, BetMGM. Nick Cannon, Tyler filling out the bucket of bets, our NBA season predictions. Let's go to, oh, again, I can't wait to hear your analysis of this one, but let's go to Tyler first on most improved player. 
All right, so me and Ken did an exercise over the summer. The one guy I kept talking about was Alfred Sangoon. So I'm going to go with Alfred Sangoon here as my most improved. There's no Kevin Porter now. The issue when we talked about this over the summer was they might get James Harden. They don't get James Harden. And now Sangoon is running. He's going to shoot a ton this year. They want him to shoot threes. And he, he's got a little Jokic in him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stamp my uh, – get a little uh, – my take out there. He's got a little Jokic in him. And I think he's going to get the ball a ton and shoot threes this year. I mean, I think this statistically, I think the sky's the limit on this team for him. So I'm going to go uh, Alfred Sangoon. Uh, Shangun is 25 to 1 to be most improved player. The favorite in the market for what it's worth is Mikal Bridges. I almost like, I don't even want to give a prediction here because I know, Ken, this might, I think you've said this is like your favorite market or your favorite bet at least uh, in the NBA yeah. futures market, right? Uh, what, just, I'll give you the floor here. Tell us who you like in this market and why. No, just, well, I'm going to write something down. Give me a, give me a name. Give me a guy that you like. Uh, I, I like the guy that you like because you like oh, okay. him so much. Cool. Okay. Uh, and that's my pick for, sure. I don't think my guy has to win. I don't think this is like a certainty, um, but you're here's what you're looking for. This is like, I, I love this award. It's just so interesting. Not even this year, just like in general, the way to approach this, in my opinion, is not to like look at the list of players and think about them and what they're going to do. It's to make a list of the teams in which the number one scoring option on the team will be someone new than it was last year. And that could be new for a couple different reasons. It could be somebody on the team and people get traded and that guy's still there and he becomes the number one. Like he was on the team last year, but now he's the number one option. It could be that he is acquired like in a trade to be the number one guy and he ends up being the number one guy. Think about the teams where that's true and you'll get 95% of these winners. You'll get almost all of them. Uh, there'll be a couple that are a little funny, but you'll get literally almost all of them. Uh, the situations that would apply before I tell you who I like, and I can do the other two awards quickly too. Um, so the teams that would fit that description, like they either have a vacuum for a number one guy or they acquired someone and he's gonna be the new number one guy, like Julius Randle with the Knicks a couple of years ago. Think about that. Uh, Washington would be a team like that. No more Beal, who fills that vacuum? A lot of people think Jordan Poole, also, he went one for 15 the other day. I don't know. But they're definitely a team like that. Portland is definitely a team like that. Their problem is they have five guys who think they should be the most improved player, and they're all going to try to steal shots from each other. It's going to go terribly. Uh, don't like any of them. Aiton would be kind of interesting. But again, think about what I just said. Uh, and I think Toronto is a team like that for sure. Uh, Houston, to Tyler's point about Shengun, is another team like that. Like, who's their number? They want it to be Jalen Green. Is it going to be Jalen Green? He might not be great. He might just be okay. Um, and then Shengun can win. Toronto, I think, is a team like that. Uh, Van Vliet goes to Houston. The organization is like committed to him being the number one guy. They've been shopping Siakam forever. Yeah, he's still there. Yeah, Ananobi's still there. Scotty Barnes killed the preseason. He also hurt his foot, but apparently he's okay. Now that he's okay, uh, year three players win this a ton. His, all of his metrics last year like support past winners of the award. Easy step forward, averaged like 15 points a game. He averages 23, makes the all-star team. This is kind of a no-brainer. Franz Wagner can also win. Austin Reeves can win, but he needs a lot of help from an injury standpoint. I think Barnes is the safest bet by far. All right, that's most improved player. Tyler, who's your sixth man of the year? All right, I'm going to be honest. I took a shot here. This guy's 50-1 to 1 in the market. It, Spencer Dinwood is going to start for the Brooklyn Nets, and it looks like Cam Thomas is playing like 25 minutes a game in the preseason. If I love he, it. If he's if he's if he's gonna and Jock Vaughn said he wants to shoot more he wants him to shoot more threes this year so he wants Cam Thomas to shoot even more so sixteen point three points per game in the preseason if Cam Thomas gets the six man role I mean fifty to one we're gonna I'm taking a shot I'm calling my shot Cam Thomas six man of the year 
Tyler loves him some Cam Thomas. I'm actually going to go I'm going to go with Chris Paul here, the uh, the Golden State Warriors, and I got a Chris Paul prop coming up for tonight. If Paul's going to be come off the bench all season, I I think he, hashtag #narrative works in his favor. I'll go against my guy Emmanuel quickly and I'll go with Chris Paul. Yeah, biggest issue this year, haven't bet anything before the year. Uh, you want, this is the thing people get wrong about this award, you want someone on a team that's going to win a million games. It's almost a team success award. Uh, almost every past winner has won 50 or more. Only one guy went 501, Lou Williams, because his rep was so good. Like, who are your big-time winning teams this year? Uh, Milwaukee, so maybe Portis. Denver, nobody. Phoenix, nobody. And then what does Boston do with their lineup? Does Derek White end up coming off the bench? Could they have the winner again? That's a situation to monitor. Uh, I'll take Wales pick because it's fun and the Hawks could win a lot. Bogdanovich is kind of interesting. But honestly, like, wait and see on this market totally. Please pick a player or bet on a player that's on a team that's going to win a lot of games. Please do that. Uh, my defensive player of the year. I know what you said, Ken, about team defense. Also, there's an alien now playing in the NBA. His name is Victor yeah. Wembenyama. I got Wemby winning the double this year, defensive player of the oh, year. The Tyler, double. you've got Evan. Tyler, you got Evan Mobley. I'm guessing because you love Mobley. Oh, absolutely, Evan Mobley. Yeah. All right, Ken, defensive player of the year from you. Yeah, uh, I think the Cavs will have the number one defensive efficiency this year. That's the strongest predictor of who wins. Mobley was a little young, or he would have won last year. Already got first place votes. Takes a step forward, wins. I think he could actually win like a bunch of these, maybe two or three in a five-year span. Yeah, but the problem, but Evan Mobley was born on Earth. <laughs> Victor Wembanyama. Well, Victor Wembanyama was born in France, but they might right. as well be Jupiter because he's like not a human yeah. being. Uh, he's. I mean, that picture of him rejecting that. I mean. This, I think people are going to be shocked when you see this guy like actually playing in an NBA game. Uh, so I'll take Wembenyama at about 13-1 to 1 at BetMGM to win Defensive Player of the Year. If you're watching on Stadium, head on over. Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Going to give you a billion bets for tonight. Hockey, basketball, and the games we've already bet for NFL Week 8.